In the springtime, the swallows fly to Capistrano, bees head for the flowers, and kids here in Southern California take off for Palm Springs. Live from Palm Springs, everything great about living here. It's Pop City on iHub Radio with Bobby Eeks and Melissa Neiderman. Hey, Melissa. (laughs) We are back. Yeah, we are. And you know what? I am particularly thrilled because uh, this is a special show for me anyway, because I'm such a fan of Rick Springfield. I have been for for years and years, and uh, he's going to be calling in to talk about his latest project. He is? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't tell you that. (laughs) Oh, that's a great surprise. Yes. Well, yeah, thank you for lighting that up, Melissa. Really, that's awesome. Did you say lighten that up? I said, no, thank you for lining it up. Oh, I think you said, like, light this party up. That's what we're going to be doing. Well, that's true. (laughs) It's always a party when Rick's around. That could be true. It's more (laughs) of a party when his wife's around because she's a lot of fun. But, yes, Rick Springfield's pretty darn cool. He's uh, the boss of that guy that sings Pop City, you know? Exactly. Your hubby, Tim. Uh, They're not on the road right now. Nobody's on the road. Um, But they're staying busy, that's for sure. They've got a lot of things up their sleeves. Yes, they are staying busy. We're going to be talking about... about one of them. It's a, it's such a great idea. Uh, well, I don't know if we want to talk about it before Rick gets on the phone or not, but, um, it's, uh, it's a video that, uh, was actually debuted on Ellen DeGeneres. Was that last week, last Friday? It was on, uh, it was on Monday. Ellen, uh, put it on Monday. Yeah. A little bit of it. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah, no, he released it last Friday. Um, after, yeah, after it was done, I'm pretty sure it was Friday. I'm sure he'll remember, but yeah, um, he's, he's, uh, you know, he's the guy that everybody knows as the heartthrob musician. He's the guy everybody knows as the actor from daytime TV. Um, some of us know that he's an incredible writer, a little weird. He's getting a little close to my dad's stuff, but what they don't know is that he became an ordained minister last October. So he oh, can wow. marry anybody now. Wow. Can he marry me? Oh, yes. wait, no, I don't mean it in that way. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, okay. Well, let, let's find out. But, you know, we are going to talk to Rick in a second about him stealing Vance DeGeneres' idea. Yes. And then Vance and he decided to do a project together. So let's bring on the lovable, the exhaustingly talented, and never-ending workaholic man, Rick Springfield. Hey, Hello. Rick. Hey. Are you, are you there? there? Can you hear us? <laughs> I can. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, I can hear you. That's good. I know in this day and age, everything's so different now. But we hey. will prevail. Yeah, we don't have great, great cell service up here. Yeah, I know you don't. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Rick, ahead, this, is, uh, this is Melissa's partner in crime, Bobby, and I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on our show and talking about your latest project, which is a song that you wrote with Vance DeGeneres called The Wall 
will fall, and it's all for charity. It's for Feeding America. So can you tell us about the project and uh, how it came about, and and uh, do you plan on doing more, all of those things? Yeah, uh, I, I stole an idea from Vance. He was trying to teach people how to play the guitar in 60 seconds, so I started doing videos of how to play Jesse's Girl in 60 seconds and kept getting in, interrupted by earthquakes and eclipses of the sun and all kinds of weird, stupid things. And he saw it and uh, called me up and said, let's, try, let's do something together. So he suggested we uh, do a kind of humorous uh, how to write a song with a partner in 60-second increments on the internet. So we started doing that just for fun. And uh, in the end, it turned out to be a pretty good song. It's a very yeah. good song. It's it's just so catchy. I can't get it out of my head. And the video is great, too. It's a lot of fun. You utilize a lot of people, a lot of people that folks will recognize. For instance, Richard Marks. I think I saw Doug Davidson. Am I correct? Yeah, Doug's on there. Um, Paul Stanley. Uh, wow. Sammy Hagar. Mike Reno. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of musicians, a lot of actors, a couple of Broadway actors, the friends of Vance, and, and his sister's on there, too. Uh, she kills it on there, and it's got my nieces and cousins and all kinds of people. And you filmed this, I guess, after, after the quarantine, so everybody was doing their part remotely, it seems. But, uh, it, yeah, well, it's it was, still... the whole thing was recorded. The whole thing was recorded, remote, written remotely, recorded remotely, and, and then the video was done remotely, too. So it's been interesting. Yeah. Well, and the, all the proceeds uh, from iTunes uh, will be going to Feeding America. This is, is this a charity that you've worked with before? No, it's a, a new one, but they're doing great things, uh, helping out a lot of people that are in trouble financially. Uh, with the lockdown, with nobody working. And, you know, none of us are working. That's why we could probably get so many uh, great people in the video and, and, and playing on the record, too, is because everybody's schedule is pretty free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, Rick, when you were writing this with Vance, did you actually have a song in mind, or did it come to fruition while you guys were going back and forth? Yeah, totally. It was written on, over the internet between each other. We had no no preconceptions, and uh, you know, I worked worked on a little bit uh, in between shows, that kind of thing. But it was basically put together uh, over the over the internet. Absolutely. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit. Well, at least I get the feeling from the, your song "Down." I love that song, and I seem to get that same emotional vibe from this one, which is a good one. And uh, of course, yeah, it's a very emotional it, song. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a great song, and you've been keeping very busy. Besides doing this, you've done a little take on your human touch and love somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> even brought in your dog. All, it's all Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's all Zoom stuff, you know. I mean, uh, the whole the whole video for the wall will fall is uh, is supposed to look like a Zoom a Zoom uh, collaboration, and it ends up being like a thousand little tiny squares on the screen with everybody in there, and you can pick people out if you look at it about twenty times. You can pick everybody out. I have yeah. been watching it over and over again, Melissa. I still haven't found you, and I, you swear uh, to me that you're in it. But yeah, <laughs> she's, she's in there, so Tim. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, I yeah, keep my looks- call. Uh, people, friends keep saying, you know, oh, I didn't make it in the video. I said, yes, you did. And I'll, like, take a photo of him in the video and send it to them. You just got to look, look, because the squares get pretty tiny towards the end, trying to fit everybody in. Now, who did the editing for that? Because it's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, it is. Uh, Rick Ballard uh, edited it for us, and he's an amazing editor. Um, it's worked on, on uh, a couple of videos of mine uh, before, and he knew exactly what I wanted. I said I want it to look like a Zoom, a Zoom conversation, and then just for the squares to get smaller and smaller, and kind of like the end of, I got the idea from the end of uh, Love Actually, you know, where they, they do a similar kind mm-hmm. of thing. They get small, right. squares get smaller and smaller. Well, wait a minute. Stop there. You watched Love Actually? <laughs> oh, yeah. My favorite, Good my favorite for you. Character. Yeah, my, wow. uh, no, it's awesome. I, I think it's brilliantly written, really, really well acted. And, uh, and it's my, one, my, one of Barbara, my wife's favorite movies. So she makes me watch it whether I want to or not. <laughs> well, then you need to talk to Tim because he won't watch that with me. And that's one of my favorite movies. So we have to have that conversation. Oh, it's a great movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's amazingly written. Yeah, Billy Nye is great. I love him in that movie. So you are also working on your writing. Is that correct? Yes, I am, actually. I've just been, uh, your your wonderful husband sent me an instructional video on this new keyboard I I got. And I've just, actually, I was just working on it when you called. Uh, So he's very, very helpful. So I'm putting my writing room together and, uh, and starting to write uh, for another record or whatever they call it now, download. Right. Do you have any uh, theme that's going to go with it? You know, I don't know if you're going into your dark theme or you're being lighter or do you uh, have any idea or you just let it come to you as you go? Yep, pretty much. Pretty much let it come. <laughs> I got some ideas, but generally it goes some other place. You know, you just got to let mm-hmm. it uh, kind of happen, really. Do you I find just, it's easier to write now that you're home and not having to worry about traveling so much? No, not really. I mean, I have more time for sure. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, you know, I mean, it really just comes when it comes. It's not like uh, almost like I have no no real control over when I get an idea. So I can't sit down if I don't have an idea and work on it. You know, I gotta have some kind of uh, some kind of drive that, that pushes me to do it. Cool. Now, you, everybody knows uh, that you're an actor, you're a singer, uh, and you're also an author. And are you are you still writing books? Is that something on your yeah. plate, or is it just music? No, I've uh, just finished, actually, my second uh, novel, just editing it now with my editor, who lives in New York. And uh, we're, that's almost done, so... Uh, it's a sequel to the last one. Uh, this one's called World on Fire, and it's been really interesting writing it during this this whole uh, editing it during this whole lockdown. Really, <laughs> you'll see why if you read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> World on Fire. So that that should be out uh, fairly soon, I guess. Oh, yeah. It takes a while. So. Does it? Well, well, I'm looking forward. Yeah, to yeah. Reading. Always, you know, it's like putting a record out. It takes a while to get it all mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I, I totally understand that. So now people, uh, if they want to listen to it, you can find uh, The Wall Will Fall on iTunes and also 
Amazon Music, and the proceeds, again, will be going to Feeding America, and that's a very, uh, it's a great organization, especially during these circumstances right now when so many people are struggling, as you said. So I think that's great that uh, you guys have attached this song to a really worthy charity. Uh, that, that's wonderful. Um, now, Vance, I, I did see the video, and I've, I've seen some of your Instagram posts, too, and you two really have a great rapport. It's it's just lots of fun, and I think right now everybody's looking for an escape. So if you want to check out Instagram also, Vance DeGeneres and Rick Springfield have some really great clips to watch as well. Now, yeah, we Rick, did like 28 episodes, so uh, we're going yeah, to start yeah. up again soon on on season two, as they call it. Oh, good. <laughs> something to look forward to while we're still in shelter and hey we want to end uh, on this question to you there are so many people that have been inspired by you and you have really helped people through some tough times do you have anybody or more than one person that inspires you or helps you get through such tough times uh, you mean musically anyway um, I I I meditate and I, uh, I I read a lot. I read all the time, and I have you know old songs from my childhood that, that, that kind of take me back to the golden time. And that, that's what I think a lot of people do, and with the whole uh, whole retro music thing, is it takes them back to a, a time when mm. uh, everything was possible, you know. And I I, I have those right. songs for me too. Great. Well, Rick, we are so thrilled that you joined us today, and we appreciate your time. We wish you well and uh, stay You're busy. Very Thanks for joining All right. us, Rick. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, bye bye. The sun may not be shining, but I pray for a silver lining up ahead. You're still in bed. Why do you keep your distance? No point in your resistance How can it be so hard to be free? I'm gonna keep on breaking into your heart Until you finally give the key to me As the stars all burn to light the sky It really is. I mean, he's he's just he's such a talented writer, and he hasn't missed a step. He's been he's been entertaining us for so many years. His voice is just as good as it has always been, and and even better. And this song is. I mean, I I hope it's a big hit for yeah. just because it's a great song, but also because it's for a great cause. Right, right. We just got to keep pushing it for him. So they're they're hoping to do like a million. You know, if it's uh, 99 cents on iTunes and the money goes to Feeding America. So let's hopefully we can get it pushed to a million. That would be pretty exciting. Yeah. And we can probably, you know, everybody share this on uh, on social media. Uh, mm-hmm. Get it, you know, to all your friends and family and uh, 
and do something good. Exactly. It's time for that. I'm so sad that uh, live music has had to take a little pause. Uh, and Rick was so, so busy and your husband was out there performing with him all the time. And, and, uh, I think, uh, you're disappointed because the big Cancun event (laughs) probably had to get, we were were supposed to be there, um, this week. Yeah. All this week starting, we, we should have left on Wednesday and, uh, yeah, be coming home tomorrow on Sunday, but, uh, a lot of fans are disappointed. Yeah, no, I know it's great fans. I mean, uh, he well, he's good for us. He's good to his fans, and so they appreciate yes. it. Plus, they just they just love the music. Um, so hopefully, I don't know when, but uh, hopefully he'll be back out there on stage because uh, people want it. Well, you know, they were supposed to be touring with Chicago starting June thirteenth or June twelfth, and even though they haven't postponed or canceled that you know obviously that's going to happen but it's it's you know it's kind of sad like you said but yeah the, the you know the, he has a great fan base and they'll wait and they'll be excited when we can all go to concerts again so looking forward to that yeah absolutely but everybody's staying busy in spite of all that and i think it's interesting that people are becoming so innovative uh the world's going to be different um mm. concerts probably won't ever be the same but Maybe maybe this will uh, bring on some innovations that will make it even even better for us. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. You never know. We'll see. It'll be it'll be interesting to watch it all yeah. happen. But I know you're keeping busy. You're getting your house redone, right? You're I doing know. Some yeah. Remodeling? Yeah, you know, I moved here during the onset of this pandemic, and uh, so finally, um, we started noticing around town that uh, construction crews were still out there working, and so uh, we got a contractor because we desperately needed to do some things. This is an old, old house. It was built in 1930, and and so they started on Monday, and they're sledgehammering away. We're redoing the bathrooms, and and uh, just kind of gussying it up a little bit. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, hopefully it'll be done in about six weeks. But you know how, well, you know how it is. You've, you've done mm-hmm. some remodeling yourself. So we're living in one room right now with a little bathroom and it's fine. You know, it's, it's, it's fine as long as it doesn't go on for forever and ever and ever and become yeah. the money pit. <laughs> oh my gosh. You should film it all, write a little diary about it. <laughs> you know what? That's what David said. He said, you need to like keep a diary of all of this. And uh, this is just day three. And they're wonderful, wonderful people and very, very creative. And I'm, I'm excited. And, um, and, and I'm really looking forward to things opening up and getting out there in Savannah because it's oh. such a, such a beautiful city. How is yeah. it in Palm Springs? What's going on? Still, still, a solid lockdown, right? Yeah, no, a couple of things are opening up. Like today, uh, coffee, K-O-F-F-I that you know here, that opened up. It's a coffee shop. Um, and, so you know, people can sp- get coffee. Is it the one down on the north end? Uh, both. both. Oh, good. Both. And they can sit outside, is it, or or can they actually sit inside? Is it just pick up and sit outside? Well, I think they can sit outside because I know a friend of mine who owns a restaurant, she's opened it up for free food. They're serving free food, but they, you can only sit outside and only like eight people at a time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know if she'll get in trouble, but she's doing it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We're all looking forward to it. And 
Ugh, can't wait. But you know, I'm also looking forward to your high school friend being on the next segment. Karen Dunkley and I went to high school together in Warner Robins High School in Warner Robins, Georgia. Beautiful, beautiful gal and just a heart of gold. And uh, I came across... Uh, I came across some a new project that she just launched recently, and we're going to be talking to her about that. Uh, she's a fantastic writer, and uh, she's going to be joining Ooh. us after the after the news break. Um, but she's just a wonderful gal uh, and, and a talented writer. She she was a, an intensive care nurse for many many years, and she wrote stories uh, a, a few months ago. Well, maybe years ago, I think. We'll have to ask her that. That she never published, but uh, she's doing it on publishing them on Facebook now. So when okay. when so, so. we're going to have Karen Dunkley. So join us uh, with Karen right after these words on Pop City. Excuse me, sir. We're trying to find out why this big influx of young people to Palm Springs. We are a classy bunch. Live from the Coachella Valley. Making the most of life in the desert, it's Pop City on iHub Radio with Bobby Eeks and Melissa Neiderman. Yay! Right. We are back. You know what? I have the most Uh-oh. wonderful friends from uh, high school. Some very talented people uh, that I've remained friends with over the years. And uh, it's one of the reasons why I'm back here in Georgia. And one of those people is a, a wonderful woman named Karen Dunkley. And uh, I had a little insomnia. I woke up at 4.30 in the morning. Um, I don't know, three or four nights ago. And I was just kind of going through Facebook and I came across an invitation to join uh, her page. I see you stories from behind the doors. And she's it's basically a book series. And she is uh, posting her stories as an intensive care nurse. And I tell you, I, I didn't expect this, but I said, oh, let me check this out. And I started reading this story, and I found myself just bawling. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and it really hit home what these nurses go through. She she writes in such a way that you really feel like you understand what they go through. And so I had to just tell her, and I had to invite her on to join us. And, uh, and so she's here. Karen, are you here? Yay! Hi, Karen. I don't hear Karen. Karen, can you hear us? Karen, can you hear us? John, I guess there's a technical difficulty, but maybe she can hear us, but we can't hear Karen right at the moment. I'll check and see. Okay. But, uh, Lisa, she she was uh, 15 years in the intensive care unit, and you you can imagine the stories. That's a long time. That's a long time. It's a lot of emotion to go through. Yeah. I'd be interested in hear how she dealt with it each time. You know, I'm right. sure there'd be times that she didn't think she could. Let's try it again. Okay. Okay. Hello. Hello. There she is. Hi. Karen. <laughs> Hi. It's Bobby and my good friend Melissa. Melissa. Thank Hi. you. Thank good you. To meet you Melissa. Thank you. Good to talk thank to you, Bobby. 
Yeah, good to talk to you. I, I'm just, I, you know, I, you wear so many hats. I, you know, I knew you were involved with uh, the pet rescue, uh, Angels Among Us pet rescue, and I had yes. no idea that you were were such a wonderful writer. And I'm just so glad that you're sharing your stories with everybody um, about your your years in uh, the intensive care unit. Tell me how well, you, you decided to journal and and write all these stories down and and share them with everybody. How did this all come about? Well, Bobby, it's it's kind of funny you mentioned the the rescue work. I was a writer for them, and that's kind of how I learned how to be comfortable with sharing my writing with people because that's a bit of a leap of faith to create something and then put it out there for people to see and have feelings about. So I, I wrote for Angels and still do for many years, and then I decided to start playing around with some of the stories I remembered from my career. And I've had them for, I don't know, two years and played with different ways of sharing them with people. And then one day I said, what the heck, I'm just going to put these on Facebook and see what happens. And here we are. And how has the response been? I've been surprised that they've been well-received, and it's fun because I'm Facebook friends with a lot of people that I used to work with in the ICU, and to see them sharing their stories also or going, oh, I remember this, and this is how I remember it happening, and that's, that's very enjoyable to reconnect with people that way. That is one of the good things about Facebook. I mean, I've always said that, you know, I, I have a love-hate relationship with Facebook, but it's uh, <laughs> things like this that make me say, you know, there's a lot of good that comes from it, and, and I can reconnect yeah. with people and, um, and learn about people, and, and, and that's a wonderful thing. And how many stories can we look forward to? I, I've read a couple, but how many, how many do you have up your sleeve? Well, right now I have 20 finished. Wow. Um, and some other little bits and pieces that I, I'll throw in there, but it's it's almost endless. You know, when you look back on a career and you sit and, and you're still in it for a moment, they just do come back to you. So I think there might be more uh, down the road. Good. That's so, so Karen, great. For now, I figured Karen, I'd, you, I'd put one up every few days. You were the few days. intensive care nurse for uh, almost 15 years. Is that what you said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, okay. So when you were part of that, how did you deal with the emotional roller coaster that you had to go through every day? Something special about ICU nurses and I think some other um, specialties in nursing as well is you need to be an adrenaline junkie. So you kind of enjoy that vibe of the responsibility and the intensity of it and it's just your job when you go to work I was very athletic also so perhaps that defied some of the um, the tension perhaps from work but we were a family too the the people that you work with come your family so we leaned on each other wow. so did you work at the same place for 15 years most of my career I did I was a traveling nurse for two years and that was fun, but it, that's very much your lone wolf when you go for temporary assignments at different hospitals. Um, but for most of my career, I, I was in the same hospital and the same unit working with many of the same people. Are you no longer practicing as a nurse? 
No, no. When I had my son quite a few years ago, um, I thought I would go back because I did love my job and I needed it in certain ways. You get fulfilled from work the way you don't any other place. But mm-hmm. I decided to, to stay home with him and I haven't yeah. gone back. My sister Susan was a registered nurse and uh, so of course with this pandemic, uh, she was saying people are, are at the time they were projecting that nurses would be in a real high demand and so she was thinking about you know going back to work after all these years her kids are are, are, oh, really? are grown uh but of course i guess now there there really isn't uh that much of a shortage for nurses in this situation like we all expected my my, my niece is a nurse in atlanta and she's they're saying don't come in you know we don't need you right now so that's i guess that's oh, a wow. good that's a good thing in, in a lot of ways but um no i i, I it know that depends um, on what your specialty is oh, I'm sorry. right it depends on what your specialty is correct yeah i guess the intensive care nurses there would be a big demand for that and i think you probably have to just be ready to jump back in the trenches too like i, I my son suggested that hey mom you could you could go do that again i said no i'm a little rusty I think they need people who aren't rusty at all to be able to just jump right back in it. Right, right. Now, I want to just jump back to the um, Angels Among Us pet rescue. I'm just curious uh, how this pandemic, since we're talking about the pandemic, how has it affected the pet rescue world? Well, in a couple of different ways, Um, a lot of people are fostering and adopting now because they're at home more. So they have that room in their lives to try out a new pet or to try fostering for the first time, which is wonderful because my rescue is foster based. Um, Angels and Menace is all fosters. We don't have a facility. So that's been wonderful. Um, The downside is that um, donations are down because of people not being sure where they are with their lives and um, maybe not having as much to give as they once did. Right. How can people donate? Let's let's put that out there right now. Um, They can go to angelsrescue.org and click donate, or they can follow our Facebook page at angelsrescue.org, Angels and My Mass Pet Rescue, and find an animal they particularly would like to support, and they can choose and donate accordingly. Right. You know, I think for a lot of people, uh, (laughs) when when they want to rescue a dog, you're right. They're at work. They're going, how am I going to have the time to get over that initial get to know you period where you have to train an animal and make sure that, you know, it's the right fit. Uh, And so at Mm -hmm. least that obstacle is 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 not a big one when you're home uh, during this uh, quarantine period. But what worries me is now, do you worry about the fact that when people go back to work, they're going to say, I don't have time for these animals? I have thought about that, Bob, and I'm sure other people um, have thought about it a lot, too. And how are the animals going to adjust when they're used to having people home all the time and suddenly they won't be? I'm sure there'll be some adjustment period there for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I thought about yeah, that I too. I hope it won't fill the shelter. <laughs> We're just up again adjusting to seeing our, our our husbands for all this amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's so true. Yeah. Well, 
Karen, you're obviously a caretaker type personality. You've gone from nursing to helping out animals. So that is obviously a beautiful um, trait to have. What I'm interested in, are you considering now that you have your stories about nursing, are you jotting some things down about helping out animals, the stories? Well, I, I do that as a volunteer. So um, mm-hmm. if you do go to our main Facebook page, I, I'm on that team that helps to raise money to pull these dogs from shelters and that kind of thing. That is um, an important team to be on. I enjoy it immensely. And uh, so I'll, I will continue to do that, yes. Yeah, we, we will start writing, writing old stories. If you know stories. what a pet bio is. <laughs> Sorry? Will you be writing stories about your volunteering with animals as you're writing stories about, you know, your nursing that you did? It'd be the cute segue into showing about how it's maybe the same and different when you're taking care of animals and dealing with that emotional roller coaster. Well, you know, we'll have to think about that. That's a good idea. Um, I, I haven't. I haven't thought about that yet. I, I used to write stories, and um, we had a, a little magazine in the rescue world, and they would be published in there. But that's been quite a while back, so I may have to revisit that. Yeah, you never know. You can make some money for them. <laughs> well, I <laughs> yeah, think, I think it's just thing. wonderful. And again, I, I told you, Karen, just how impressed I was with your writing and your stories and uh, didn't expect to be crying at 4.30 in the morning in bed. <laughs> David was probably going, what is wrong with her now? <laughs> well, I have to tell you, Bobby, um, we had these little pull-down TV sets in the in the unit because sometimes people were there long enough that they needed to have something to do, and they would be watching TV, and every now and then, a familiar face would be on that TV set, and I got to mm-hmm. tell my patients, I know that lady right there, I went to high school with her, and they oh, were thrilled my. to death. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that, that's, that's, that's nice. I'm glad to know that uh, people care, or used to care. <laughs> no, they still do. <laughs> they loved yeah. you. They did. Yeah, I just wish you all the best, and I and I I look forward to all your stories. Again, if you're interested, people, uh, check her out on Facebook. Look for I See You Stories from Behind the Doors, and uh, you can also go to angelsrescue.org to check out her animal rescue charity. Thank you for joining us, Karen, and uh, and all the best to you. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. I enjoyed it. All right, you. you take care. All right. Yeah, well, she's, that she's was great. Just a doll. I know there's so many angels among us. <laughs> yes, yes, there, there really are. are. Yeah. Um, so this is Pop City. We've got uh, we've got more. So stay with us after these words. I can testify that this resort compares favorably with the French Riviera in every department. Palm Springs is where it swings. You're going places with Bobby and Melissa. It's Pop City. On iHub Radio. Pop City. Yeah. Did you have a good Mother's Day? Happy Mother's Day, Bladen. 
Ah, thanks. Happy Fur Baby Mothers. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was very nice. I actually did go to my parents who just live right around the corner, and I've been helping take care of them. So it was nice. I spent the day with my mom. It was really good. We did uh, facial masks. Did you? Oh, that's yes. awesome. That sounds like yeah. fun. My mom yeah. and dad uh, actually drove over to our place in Savannah about, Ooh. you know, for them. And they, they took their time. They they don't, you know, they, they, they don't speed like I do. So they, you know, it's about a two. <laughs> yeah, I don't speed. But uh, sure. they, uh, yeah, it's about two hours and 15 minutes generally from Savannah to Warner Robins. And, and they came out. They spent the night. I cooked dinner. I cooked them some omelets for Mother's Day. And then the, the great thing is, is my friend Jeff Tracta, who played Thorn on The Bold and the Beautiful, he came over and serenaded my mother. And it was the funniest thing because he really didn't have anything planned, but he just kind of came up with a song while he was standing there. And uh, and she did look beautiful. And he said, Happy Mother's Day to you. You look <laughs> great in blue. You never get older. And then he looked over at me and said, What happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> and it was totally impromptu, but it just, it, that, he's so funny. And mom uh, loved it. He gave her a bouquet of flowers. Uh, he dropped it off on the step. Uh, from his garden, and uh, it was a lovely, lovely, lovely weekend with with mom and dad. Yeah, oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you're there to be with them. Oh, it's um, great. I, I mean, great. I, this is uh, like the second time I've seen them. I drove over to see them for the first time about three weeks ago, and uh, I can do this all the time now rather than having to fly. You know, um, and and it's wonderful. All my uh, family is much much closer in proximity to me. Yeah, and I'm oh. happy about that. Oh, I love it. Oh, I'm really glad. Yeah, it's nice to have family close by, especially when you're close. So yeah, yeah, you've them. got you've got it made. Now your brother yeah. is uh, he is He's Orange County in Orange County. Great, right? Yeah, yeah. and actually, um, you know, he's the. COO pilot for private jet company, and they've been flying to China and South Korea. Did we talk about that on the last show, or was that just I you and remember. I? It might have yeah, been just you and me talking about it. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's fascinating. Yeah. yeah, he can't get off. He cannot get off the plane. But he drops uh, the people who live there. They were here in America, and they can finally go back. So he just drops them off, and then they have to immediately leave, and they fly to Hawaii, and that's where they stay to get you know, some rest because okay. it's a long flight. Yeah. Yeah. And in Hawaii, is he in lockdown in Hawaii once he's there? Can he go out on the beach? That's a good question. I don't think he does. I think he's in lockdown. He has to stay in the hotel. He has a hotel that is open there. So. Uh Uh-huh. But he's. Or maybe. Maybe not. I don't know where he is. Who knows? I don't talk to him that much. (laughs) (laughs) He's always got something going on. So. Yeah. Yeah, He's a good guy. That's fascinating. I uh, I, I saw. uh, Well, my nephew, Rob is a flight attendant and uh, he just wrote the saddest post. I mean, it's really heartbreaking because um, he and his husband are both flight attendants and everything is just kind of at a standstill now. Um, 
they had all these hopes and dreams. They relocated to Amsterdam and uh, his his husband just became a flight attendant, changed careers right before all of this happened. And so now neither one of them are working. And it's it's just it's very heartbreaking. And I know that's just one of many, many stories. But uh, I sure hope this thing uh, gets some sort of resolution before before too long. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, we need some happy moments to come back. I mean, I, I know there are happy moments. People are making the best of it overall. But it'd just be nice to get a little back to normal, whatever that is. Yeah. And you're doing what you always do, though. I mean, you're working out all the time. You've mm-hmm. always worked You've always worked out at home anyway. Yes, yes. So that yeah, I'm not a gym person. Yeah, I don't like going to the gym. I'm lucky I have a place where I can work out. So I do do that. It's correct. But I'm also having fun three nights a week doing our Six Blocks Apart show with Tristan and Teresa Rogers and our good friend Garrick Lee. It's a yeah. blast. Oh, we just recently had Dolores Robinson on, you know, Holly Pete Robinson's mom oh yes oh my gosh i'm editing that video she's amazing well she's just what? amazing woman what a doll i i met her when you were honored with the broken glass award she was also an honoree and yes. uh and she's been a friend of our friend shirley claire who has stepped in for you when you were away for pop city uh shirley and uh she and Shirley are friends, and when Shirley was having a little health issue, she came over to the facility where she was uh, being cared for, and I got to chat with her a little bit for the first time and just fell in love with her. She's just a wonderful lady. Yeah, so, we should have her on this show. She loves – she has great stories. Like we convinced her to write a book because it's just amazing, the stories that she has. So it would be fun to have her. We can have her on the whole show, I'm telling you. That's how long she could talk. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, just the stories that she was telling at the Broken Glass Awards and the the stories that Holly was telling about her. Yeah. (laughs) With the dog that when they were traveling across country. We'll save it for Pop City. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she's quite a character. I love her. And what what a great lady. And what a wonderful history in the entertainment world. I mean, she's responsible for a lot of careers. Yes, I know she was just rattling off the people and I was like, wow, amazing what you have done. So, yeah, yeah great lady to talk to. Another one was Sherry Belafonte. That was a lot of fun. Uh-huh. And her, and her husband, um, he was on General Hospital. Sam? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they were they were a great pair to talk to. So, yeah. yeah, it's been fun, you know, keeping busy and getting to talk to people and having great time. You know, that's the great thing about uh, uh, this situation is, again, you have innovated. People don't have to come to you to do an interview. So you're probably going to get, a, a, you know, a broader base of people yeah. that are available <laughs> because, like, they have no excuse. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, they're at home. You don't have to drive. You just uh, you just uh, get on the yeah. phone or get on your laptop and uh, – and people mm-hmm. all over the all over the entertainment industry. That's what they're doing. There's some yeah. really cool well, we were lucky kind of- to have Rick today. Yes, we I, we want to thank uh, Rick Springfield for being our our special guest, one of our two special guests today. That was a wonderful wonderful interview. I'm a huge fan of his, and. Uh, the Wall Will Fall is a great song. I'm going to be singing it in my sleep all night tonight. And uh, it, uh, the proceeds are all for a great, a great cause, Feeding America. 
Is that right. right? Did I did I get yes. that right? Beating America. You did get that. And thank yeah. your friend, Karen Dunkley, for joining us. And don't forget angelsrescue.org. And tell us again, one last time, her Facebook page. It's I See You Stories from Behind the Doors. Well, did Bobby, it was fun chatting with you today. Great chatting with you. I miss you, but I'm great. I miss I'm- you too grateful for this opportunity and uh, we uh, have another great show next week on Pop City so tune in right here on iHub Radio everybody bye 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 bye